Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're listening to this, and welcome to episode maybe 17 of the Stromcast. It's been a while, we've been away for quite a while, and I've got someone on today who has been a guest in my house a couple of times, who is coming up on having lost £100 um, in body weight, that is not money. And um, what I wanted to do is get him on today and talk a little bit about the practicalities and the realities of losing that amount of weight and the lifestyle adjustments you've had to make. We're not going to talk about macros and dieting because, quite frankly, it's fucking boring and we all know what the, what the key points are there. We've done that before. Eat less food. Um, but how does that actually work in reality in terms of day-to-day, in terms of hold, trying to hold down a job and a social life and all those things? Probably not that difficult in lockdown, holding down a social life because no one's got one. <laughs> um, so without further ado, this is um, Geordie Joe, Mr. OPH, um, if you follow us on Instagram, you probably already follow him. He's the chap that was flipping the burgers or serving the burgers at barbecues and barbells last year. Um, how are you, Joe? Hello, miss. Yeah, I'm, I'm very well, actually. Very well indeed. How are you? You good? Uh, yeah, standard. Uh, it's my birthday. Um, and I'm at work. So, ideal. Yeah, it's that never settled thing, isn't it? Happy birthday, by the way. I'm not going to do the full... Happy birthday, sing. I'll do that for you na- later on, naked in the shower. Good. Um, I, I think um, uh, for me, it's lockdown. Um, I can go to work or I can sit at home and do nothing. And I, I would always rather go to work. I actually quite like my job. Um, so things could be worse. I see you're sitting in your car in the rain. I'm sitting in my car in the rain at a usual hotspot of mine to go for a oh. walk. I'm not going to go and get steps because I got wrong for that yesterday. Just a bit again. <laughs> just not. I just wanted to sound like one of those influencers, bro. That's you all. Did, yeah, you did. So congratulations. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, sat in the, the Uber exec. Probably if you've anybody's watched me stories, um, I'm more so singing in here or taking the piss out of other people's cars in here or other drivers, other road users. Yeah, yeah. On a ha- on a on a hands free device, obviously. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I'm so sitting in the car. A hundred pounds, mate. I'm on my way to a hundred pounds. Last last time checked in last week with Christian was ninety eight pounds down, which yeah. we were as as a few on my my post on Instagram last week said I was a a big poo away from a hundred pounds off. So, so how does that feel? Um emotionally because a hundred pounds I know I lost over a hundred pounds when I went from being a large gentleman to not and everybody congratulated me and I was told about how well I'd done and all I could help think was that I put myself in the fucking mess in the first place and that I didn't really have anything to be congratulated about and I felt quite anticlimactic like it, I, I suppose it's 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 like with a lot of body and things like um the same kind of thing was oh we'll want to get abs that'll feel great you get abs and oh well it's the same as yesterday um, but that might not be your experience at all. How's it been for you? So I want to rewind you back to 2015, end of 2015. So I started losing a bit of weight then. Um, I'd lost about four or five stone then and started the whole bro thing, the whole bro diet, no sort of direction or anything like that. I even took a bit of a cycle, had yeah. a little go of the testosterone, the, the you know, the influencery drugs what's yeah. going on guys Tim cycles here stuff like that um, got some biceps and stuff had a stomach that looked a bit like a carrier bag in the wind but yet I looked quite full at the top you know like I looked I looked fairly good um, and 
you know, even then, congratulations, oh, it was brilliant. Like, all my life I've battled my weight. It's been the biggest, the, the biggest common denominator. My full family are fat. Yeah. Um, and I've always had that association with food yeah. of, like, it's great, it's a comfort, it's, it's a reward, it's also uh, a warm blanket when you've sort of failed at something. It's always been sort of there, and it's always been, like, associated with fun things do you know what i mean and with you saying that your whole family are big do you, do you feel because i i come from a, a, a i come from a, a split family one side of the family are big and one side of them are very very slim yeah. and um do you buy that it's, it's a genetic thing or do you buy that it's a behavioral thing I, I think genetics play a bit of a part in it if i'm if i'm honest but i think a lot of it's behavioral like you choose to be the way you are Certainly within, through the actions that you take. Within my family, I used to blame my size on, on genetics. And actually looking yeah. back, the way those two sides of the family behave themselves and their attitudes towards food couldn't be polar opposite. Couldn't be more polar opposite. So, In, the bigger yeah. family, life revolves around food and what we're doing for dinner tonight and everything. Whereas the other side of the family, it's just an afterthought. It's something that you have to do to not die. And that's about as important as it is. Well, I think for me, mate, like I was a very fussy eater growing up. Like when I was a kid, I wouldn't really eat very much. I, I mean, through my young days, like I'd only eat sausages and waffles for me tea, which is about as macronutrient as a beige wall. Yeah. Um, and I, I would be really fussy. I wouldn't eat vegetables. Like that even followed us through my adult life in terms of not fussiness because I'll eat anything now because I, I didn't quite get the 30 stone. Yeah. Like by not wanting to eat anything. Yeah. Um, but. You know, fast forward from that period where I started to do 10 sets of 10 and get some biceps, um, stuff happened, mate, and, like, in terms of family stuff, like, my mum got ill, my dad had a heart attack. Um, I was in a relationship, so I got a lot more comfortable, and I just, I just kind of took my eye off the ball, mate, and I always just thought, like, I'm not really putting that much weight on. Nah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I've even got a picture which I'll probably send if you post about it from where I actually thought, like, from my 30th birthday last year, last year? Year before. January, innit? Um, where I thought, like, God, I look really slim here. But, mate, I literally looked like when you stand under a fan with a baggy T-shirt on. Yeah. And... And I just looked so uncomfortable. Like my friends around us, I've made so many promises to friends around us that I'd lose weight in the past. My best mate, he always used to get on to us like, oh, if you let us down, you're this, you're that. Um, my two other friends, they were big lads too. Um, and they both lost all of their weight for their weddings and stuff. I rocked up to their weddings looking like the stay puffed guy from Ghostbusters. Um, shoehorned into a suit whereas if I sat down there'd be a machine gun straight at you with the buttons um, but it, it just kind of like I, I was just in a complete state of denial and it was it took a it took a it, it took some last words from a, a woman I was quite close to Betty who died to the end of 2019 some of the last things she said to us was you know you're my big lovely boy and I love you but you're just a little bit too big now like, can you do that? Can you can you change that for me? Yeah. And that was the last thing she sent to us. Um, so there was a bit of a 
an emotional investment in that. But in this journey, the the why is it hasn't changed, but it's been more for myself rather than other people. It's got to be for yourself because you're the one that's got to do it ultimately. And no one else, very few other people. I say no one else cares. Very few other people care. No, definitely not. And that was, it was. I mean, and why would that they? was a no? Of course not. We've all got our own lives. Like people care flicking through Instagram through this pointless scroll of social media because they want to know what other people are doing. That's yeah. that's the care. Just so you know, so you're in the loop. It doesn't affect me when I go to bed, how much No. So it no. what I weigh. And no. The extreme, you know, the other extreme people who um, we've all been there, or a lot of us have been there, where you've lost your life obsessing about being like the nth degree lead. Do that for yourself, great. Yeah. But don't do it because you're thinking no one else will be honest. No, and I've done that before for other people. Like I say, this is my first rodeo. For other reasons, for other things... You know, I am the guy who lost football on the Slim Fast plan. I've done Slimming World, I've done Weight Watchers, I've done Juice Plus, I've done Exanti. None of them work, mate. Like, no, they don't. Not that they don't work. It's just a gimmick. It's 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 caloric deficit, but redefined into a, an attractive bar or shape that somebody upsells you. Yeah. And I, I couldn't get my head around that. Did like a twenty pound challenge with somebody else, like a fitness company elsewhere. But I was just promoting like really unhealthy habits the last time I've lost weight. Coming up on a hundred pound lost, yeah. how do you feel? Um, I feel it was quite surreal when I when I looked at how close I was to the hundred pounds off, because it's it's been difficult, mate. It's not been like a a, a really easy journey to to kind of go through. Like I I wanted to get Christian on board for a long time, but. I couldn't prove to Christian that I actually wanted to do it because he'd, we've been friends for a while through Instagram. Um, and he, you know, he'd say, like, I'd see you doing all these fad diets and then I'd see pictures of burgers on a Saturday night or I'd see yeah. pictures of pizzas on a Friday, burgers on a Saturday and more shit on a Sunday. Um, but for me, just, it feels, it feels good, but the, dysmorphic side of his kicks off quite a lot if I'm honest but I don't even think that's dysmorphic I think you've got to be realistic and go hey 100 pounds lost is great I've still got a lot of work to do yeah you know the game definitely doesn't stop I think the worst thing people can do with something like this is go yeah you've done great like you're done yeah I know you're not done you know you're not done but it'd be so easy because someone would give you permission to be Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, there was a, a period of time in my own mind when I'm like, God, I can't wait to get to £100, take a bit of time off. I actually thought that briefly and I was just like, no, what, yeah. take a bit of time off and get the £75 off or £80 off because you've hit like a dickhead for two years. Because once yeah. you get down there, if you can, the, the difference between what you're doing now and what you've done in the past is that when you get down there, you're going to maintain it. And the longer you maintain it for, the more normal it becomes. Now, I've been up as high as 24, 25 stone. I've never been as big as, as you were. Um, and I always felt like I was in this yo-yo cycle and that every time I got down, it would just go back on again. Until yeah. I got down and I maintained it for about three years. And I, I genuinely can't, without consciously trying, like unless I maybe tried to gain, to get really fat, I stay around the same weight now. And if you look into the work by Lyle McDonald, he'll say that I've done something called set point theory. Mm-hmm. basically the longer you maintain a certain weight the more your body homeostasis the more homeostasis becomes fixed at that point and the further away from that point you push the harder it gets to be which is why at the moment coming down from being very large it feels really really difficult 
once you spend time at a new weight, that will start to become normal. And when yeah. you push up beyond that weight, your your ghrelin, your your hunger hormone will start to, to drop off. And, and there are mechanisms in your body to try and keep your body weight around that same point, um, which you're fighting against at the moment, but eventually they'll, they'll help you. I think the I think the best thing about all of this, mate, like as much as I've been in a deficit, because like you said at the beginning of the, the the episode, mate, like I'm really not that interested in the macronutrients or anything like that. Like that's what I pay Christian for. Yeah. Like he's there to set all of that, and I'm there to do it. Um yeah. But you know, I'm in a deficit, but I don't. But I, I really don't feel like I'm in one. Just sure. ever since we've went a bit more aggressive for that four-week challenge thing that he's doing. Yeah. Um, but even then, mate, like, there's, there's ways around these, like, sort of hunger. You're only, for me, I'm only really, like, conscious of being really hungry when I'm bored, when I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Like, because eating was something to pass the time. Eating was something to, I don't know, to make myself feel better to get those endorphins, whereas, I don't know, I like to go for walks and listen to podcasts and stuff now and, yeah. Just I don't know. Just, just do anything really, other than just be sedentary. So for those who don't know, you're currently on the furlough. Yeah. Right. So you're on furlough. So so how does your day look? Because this is your main focus every day. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is every day. This is what takes the majority of your waking time is, is focusing on this goal. Is that correct? Correct. So how does that look in terms of a day? So my dear, um, I'll. I'll wake, I'll wake up and I'll, I'll not get up particularly early, Rick, if I'm honest, because there's absolutely no point when you're on furlough, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I'll try and get as much restful sleep as I can. And then I'll wake up, I'll go down and I'll, I'll make my food for the day. They're in Tupperwares back there. Um, and I'll eat, I'll eat my first meal. I'll hydrate. I'll take all of my subs, which... At the minute, I'm using Systole Max, Digest Max, um, Omega Pro, and a vitamin C complex, and, and that's it. Um, and I'll drink uh, as much water as I can within that, that period of time. And I'll eat my eggs and vegetables. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll plan what I'm going to do, which normally just involves getting out there and, and walking, man. That's, that's literally furlough life. So... Within that, what what bits are you finding hard? What bits are uh, the bits that what are, you've done a really good job? What are the bits that you think might trip someone up if they were looking at doing something like this? Beyond just eating shit that you're not supposed to. Um, so that's a really good question as well. By the way, the things that would trip somebody up are, and I've done it by the way. This this journey hasn't been like what, all smooth. Course, here. The, the purpose of this podcast is to to give people who are maybe looking at doing something like this who. Mm -hmm. who are scared too, who are in denial, who you just can't be fucked to start the process because it seems so daunting. Give them some headway. It's not necessarily a big give Joe's ego a nice wank. It's, no. look, there are other people in this situation who feel they just don't know how to start. Yeah. For, for me, the, the, the huge thing that, that I would focus on is, is, is just being better. Like, this isn't a, a journey about sort of weight loss or anything like that. It's about being better personally, about better in yourself, better in your health, better in your mentality, because I've done the days where you sit and procrastinate about getting started or getting out there and getting amongst it and trust us. It'll sharp get to three, four o'clock and it'll be dark and then you'll think, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. 
the yeah. same with the weather. Don't let like today pissing down, absolutely pissing down. Don't let that thing. Oh, I, I'll wait later to 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 get me steps, or I'll, I'll you know I'll do more tomorrow. You won't do those more. Like it's as simple as that. You will not do those more. I wouldn't do those more because inside I'm a lazy bastard. Like you know, you can change what you're doing now, but you can't change fundamentally who you are and what your mindset what your mindset's like. Like inside. You, you'll still always be. So, for example, Rick, you've lost that weight in the past. Inside your head sometimes, there's still a fat bastard who wants to eat shit. Honestly, the last few years, I know it's only in the last couple of years that I don't identify as a fat person, which is ironic because I'm actually fatter than I was three or four years ago. Um, but it's taken a long time. I, you know, I was yeah. a fat kid growing up. I was always a fat kid right up until the age of about 15, and then I was like anorexic skinny kid for a bit and then went back to being morbidly obese and yeah. then I'd got it off and kept it off. Um, it is only in the last couple of years that I've identified as like when people say, Oh, it's easy for you or, well, you know, you're, you're, you're not fat or whatever. It's only in the last couple of years that that phrase hasn't been jarring. Yeah. You know what I mean, four yeah. or five years ago, if someone turned around and said that I'd be like, Whoa, fucking hang on a second. You don't know me. Whereas actually now, yeah. yeah, fine. Um, but that's that's I, I guess it's just because things things that you have to try out eventually become habits without you knowing. Yeah, and I mean you've got to at times I've had to force myself to do it. Just you know, it's it's a bit like I bet if I bit... came to you now and said, "Sorry, mate, you're not going on your on your steps. You're not allowed anymore." Within a couple of days, you'd be climbing the walls. Whereas four or five years ago, you might have been like, "Yeah, so I'll just stay in my bed." <laughs> yeah, sounds like there was weekends where I wouldn't leave my bedroom a few yeah. years ago, mate. I'd play that's a habit. That's dead. You've done, that's something you've done pretty much every day yeah. for a year now. Yeah. So much as you might not enjoy it or you don't you don't feel like you want to go out and do it first thing in the morning. I bet if you took that away you'd find that really hard. Oh, it'd be the worst, mate. If I couldn't go out for a walk, like it'd, it'd be terrible if I couldn't just you know because I've got set places I like to walk to, like this place is like, I like to walk down the here. Hot spots. Yeah. Like, you know, like special dogging areas, like when Tuesdays it's like couples and stuff. I don't yeah. know if you've been to ones but like that before. I but haven't. The woods, just... the woods near mine, apparently, is the place, apparently. I'll have to bring the Audi down. There's plenty of room in here. Um, but the, the one piece of advice, mate, going back to your last question, is just be prepared. Like, have your plan. Get organised. I would really, really sort of recommend getting a coach on board. And I'm not saying like, oh, let's like, you know, all flock the Christian because that, that's, that's not what that's about. Yeah. It's about speaking to somebody who you're on a wavelength with and have a relationship with, even if it's not a coach, mate. Get yeah. somebody who's account- who you can be accountable towards. Right. Today, I'm going to weigh myself. Then I'm going to check in on that, which is another fancy word for a weigh day, really, yeah. a check-in day. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do that once a week. And then in between that, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. Set goals for yourself and try and tick them off every single week. And if there's a week where you don't tick it off, be a bit kinder to yourself and strive for better because you're never, ever going to hit perfection. Like, there's still weeks where I don't tick all boxes. Hydration, shit like that. Sleep, definitely not. When did you last fuck up and, and, and actually put yourself backwards? Not just go, oh, I fucked up and I felt bad about it. Like, you actually know that your behaviour sent you backwards? Um, Whether it was through a conscious choice or just things got away with you? So there was a period of last year where things were a bit 
weird, yeah. as in living situation. Um, and I was kind of living in hotels for a little while. And I didn't have anywhere to cook or anything like that. And I kind of thought the world was against it. I did put a post up about it. Um, but it was just like, I was not guesstimating me macronutrients, but I wasn't like, not that I didn't care. I just was kind of mindlessly having the odd thing here and there as well. Yeah. And it was just like, I was trying to track as best I could. And it, it just really didn't work and I was in a bit of a, a dark place within it and there was a few mate, there's a few check-ins when when I look back where I stayed the same or whatever anything like that and I knew fine well that it wasn't a fact of you know oh I've stuck to the plan and I've stayed the same no no it's, it's been because I've deviated yeah. and I've fucked up a little bit but I wouldn't say a major fuck up but it still knocks you mentally hugely like knocks you mentally and it's almost like the Sonic the Hedgehog effect. Like, yeah. if you leave that game and your mum turned it off back in the day, you had to start again. Yeah, yeah. You were in Green Zone or Green Hill. Uh, I, mm, yeah, I, I was Mario. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, Son Sonic was um, Sonic was a bit fucking ghetto for me, you know. So Sonic was OG, man. Sonic and Tails, Knuckles, and I think Knuckles was female. Uh, Tails, Tails was female. Knuckles was weird. I, I think Knuckles. I think Knuckles is a female. Anyway, so I if, think the take yeah. from that is that you will occasionally fuck up, but the sooner you can snap out of it and get back on with what you're supposed to be doing, the better. The better. There'll even be moments where you'll fuck up, where you'll think you've fucked up if you've had a little pick of something while you're cooking or anything. Ah, like because I had to proper program that out of my head. I yeah. even said to Christian, check in week thirty or something like oh, this week, you know, I haven't lost as much and I know why. It's because I've had a little bit of this and a little bit of that, just like little yeah. snacky snacks. Yeah, I, I tend to make myself a snack to eat while I'm cooking my meal so I don't pick. That's not super productive for what you're trying to do, though, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, no, probably not. Just if it's not on the plan, don't have it. That's the way yeah. I try and see things. Yeah, yeah. But well, I think... You're really militant with it, and it, it's difficult because people... Again, with lockdown, maybe not so much, but people will try and sabotage you and they don't realise they're doing it. They're just trying to be nice. Why don't you have a bit of this? Why don't you have a bit of that? People say it's because they're trying to justify their poor choices and stuff. They're not. There are very few people out there that are trying to fuck over your weight loss. They just don't understand. No. Um, and it can be really hard to just say, I I'm fine, thank you very much. I know you're just being nice, but I'm fine. Because they go on and on and on. Um, well, I've, I, you know, I've had things where, I don't know, so individuals I used to work with like oh I've got you these they're healthy why because it, it says low fat on the thing yeah like I've, I was in a fortunate place though Rick as well for people who, who work full time at my old job I used to work with a, a guy who was like quite a, a fitness freak anyway and like he used to very much kind of keep me on steer this is the guy who used to always say it was that diet's rubbish and uh, eating stuff like that you'll not lose weight eating dark chocolate and fruit that looks rubbish, that you're not going to lose any weight, you don't look any different. And like, he was doing it for a bite, yeah. but in my head I thought, yeah, fuck you, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though he's like a really good friend of mine, and it was him back at yeah. so, 29 Storm where I stepped in the gym with, you know, so... What's your thoughts on um, fat shaming? Now, I know people, when they, when they talk about this, people will always bring up, there's an example of there was a guy who messaged his mate every morning for two years, you're a fat cunt. 
and the guy lost like 15 stone and probably won't die of a massive heart attack now. Badger was my friend like that when I did it and I have no problem with it, but some people find it to be super unhelpful. Um, most of the people who have an issue with fat shaming though are either people who have no intention of doing anything about their weight or skinny Karens that are virtue signaling. Yeah, I mean... They're, 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 they're thin people that are offended on the behalf of fat people. Yeah, I mean, you, you'll, you'll often see... So, for example, most of my life I've been fat, so anywhere I've been, first thing, like, if there's ever been, like, an argument or somebody trying to take the piss or whatever, yeah. where even when I was back at school, first thing I get called, fat bastard, fat cunt, you're a little fat piece of shit. Like, I mean, yeah, tell us something I don't know. But what that did, what that did do to me was, like, it grew me to have quite a thick skin yeah. and broad shoulders and that'll probably break you down within five seconds and make you cry because the only reason I'm fat anyway but, is because your mum's putting the sandwiches out every time I've been round. But, but more do you feel that that's helpful or unhelpful in terms of amongst peer groups? I think... It's very I think, like... I think you've got to... Know, I think, I, yeah, I think you've got to know your audience with it. Like, but, if you know it's going to, like, like, properly detriment that person... Yeah. Like, don't do it. But, like, if it's something where that person gets a kick out of it, then do it. But I think we're in an age of where that's not really effective anymore. It's somebody who has to be accountable to themselves. Yeah. Because we don't see that many people, for now anyway. Yeah. And a lot of people are more alone than what they've ever been, like, thanks to Boris and the gun. Yeah. Um, I just, I've, I've always felt that it's very important to be really honest with people. Like being, it's one of the things I've talked about a lot recently, um, various influences and stuff. Being obese, being the size you were, being the size I was, is unhealthy. I don't That's care whether you're attractive or not. I'm not talking about that. It's unhealthy. And by trying not to act like it's unhealthy, we're kind of making, making it seem like it's okay. Yeah. Now, there was a thing a while ago, they were asking GPs to stop telling patients that they were obese and start telling them they were fat. And the reasoning is this. If you tell someone they're obese, it's not my fault I'm obese. It's a medical problem. If you tell someone they're fat, that puts the onus back on them. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's me being preachy because I, I feel like I don't need to do weight loss at the moment. Well, I, I think I think going, going back on, on that topic anyway, mate, it's just about you know, making somebody more aware of how they are. There is a reality check that needs to be said there. And yes, the beginning you, of my... You were in denial with it. Oh, 100%. Look I'm at, just a bit look big. At, I'm just a bit big, you know? Yeah, I'm, well, the, the excuse I've got, and I was, I'd had something at the front of my mind that when Brut's come back, sorry, first podcast, virginity guest and all that sort of shit. Um, when I was bigger, I still used to play five-a-side. I still used to go to the gym now and again with me mates. So in my head, and I used to describe myself as this, I'm canny fit for a fat bastard, like. Yeah. Like, so I'd be a, a fit fat cunt if that's even a thing. And in my head, I thought, yeah, yeah, I've played five aside twice last week. So I'm still relatively healthy. Yeah. I, I, I'm still, but the difference is, is mate, like, <laughs> no, I wasn't because I'd go and play five aside on a Friday night, get a chicken kebab on the way home, extra pit there. Yeah. And if you got a special, it came with Donamate as well. Yeah. So, you know, like, and then I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I've done exercise, me. And then Monday nights would play league matches, like five-a-side yeah. league matches. And, 
you know, even to the extent of the football team I played for, we were called Kite FC and Slim and World Class FC. Yeah. Because but, um, we were all, you know, we're fat and that's funny. Being overweight and your fitness can be different things. I guarantee that you a year ago were still fitter than I am now in terms of cardiovascular fitness. My, my cardiovascular I, fitness is horrendous at the moment. And I've only really admitted it in the last month because I'm supposed to be a fitness guy, right? So I should be relatively yeah. fit. Um, it's only getting back into my cognitive I've realised how incredibly unfit I am. Um, well, in terms of cardiovascular, mate, obviously with my dad having a heart attack, I'm like super health anxiety about having a heart attack. Yeah. So, well, don't don't be too anxiety about it because that could give you a heart attack. Yeah, that's right, and that's ridiculous to have, isn't it? Um, but like two years ago, I had a bit of a scare. Like I went to, I was sitting on the sofa and one night I went up to bed and I looked a bit grey. And my partner at the time was like, Are "You okay?" And I was like, "Nah." Checked my pulse; it was flying. I went to the hospital and I had this morbid type two whatever it is. I don't even know what it is, but I yeah. said, "Oh, it's nothing to worry about." So on a on a cardiogram. There's like a tiny little yeah. like peak on the side. And yeah. every time I get one, people like, oh, that's not normal. And it's just like a, a heart block that's non-dangerous. Good. Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So, coming up on £100 loss, yeah. routine has been massively important. Normally, I like to structure these out a little bit, but you're someone who talks really well. So, um, somebody who has maybe listened to this and gone, hey, you know what? I really need to fucking sort this out. There's actually two people I know that listen to all the podcasts. There's, there's one of you that I know listens to every one of these podcasts that really should be paying attention now. And I know that you've spoken to me constantly over the last two years saying, yeah, you're going to sort it out. And if you don't, you're going to end up in a really bad place. If you're listening now, what would be the thing that you, Joe, would suggest is the first step? The thing that you did where you went, hey, you know what? When I did that, everything changed. Take stock of where you are. So, what, so you should take stock of where you are, all right, get on the scales, because a lot of us, bigger people, I'm still a big person now, are in denial about what that number is. And a big part of that denial was because I wouldn't get on the scales. Yeah. Get on the scales, take stock of where you're at, get some advice from someone, not Dave down the gym, somebody proper, who'll not, not help me. you out. Not me. What, not, well... No. Maybe you. No, no, no not you, actually. No, no. No, no I don't have the faith. No. Just say, eat less fat cunt. <laughs> not like take some advice from someone, like in terms of a coach. There's a panel of great coaches who I know for a fact listen to this. My coach, his gang, like they're all brilliant. Yeah. Just take advice from someone like that. And I think. Get, get some nutrition on board. Take advice from one person. Yes. Not a panel. Go to one person. And maybe don't tell anyone else that you're doing it. Yeah. I think. It's up to you. But the pressures of social media are huge on your journey. Like, they're huge. For me, they're not, because I've been there before and I've done it before, where yeah. I've done a journey for social media and fucked up. This platform of mine, my Instagram, is to try and inspire other people. I want people to do better. I want people to try and better themselves. It's yeah. not a form of, look at me, I'm fucking brilliant because I'm not. I'm just exactly the same. I'm a skinned fat bastard from Sunderland, basically, yeah. who just enjoys a good laugh and wants to better himself. So, yeah, get advice from one person. Don't do the panel. Like, like me, don't go to Slim and World Weight Watchers, Dave's Fitness, Gary's Fitness. 
one person, take stock, get a plan. And if you, do you know what? Even if you can't afford like a coach, whatever, like it was a financial sacrifice that I wanted to make. If you can't afford it, I'm sure somebody will give you some advice or there'll be some nutritional plans that but you can go out and get. Starting places out there. There's lots of people that will help yeah. hold your hand. Um, From there, think, move this, more. Yeah, move more, mate. Get, get started. Do something about it. There, there, go there for is a one walk. person in particular that I know will be listening to this. Um, so, and honestly, mate, you've spoken to me back and forth about this over and over again. And I see you starting again every month. Yeah. That Not was me. I've quality. been there. Um, and it's hard. And I think with weight loss, for that first week, you feel hungry. Or the first two weeks or in the first one, you feel hungry, you feel tired, you feel like crap. And visually, not a fucking thing changes. You might not even see anything change on the scales. So you sit there and go, well, I feel like shit. I'm tired. I'm hungry. Nothing's fucking changed. Bollocks to it. I'm having a pizza. And then it comes around to Monday. You feel shit. So you start again. It gets to the end of the week. Nothing's changed. Bollocks to it. I'm having a pizza. And you can go on like that forever. But the only person who will suffer, the only person who doesn't progress is you. Correct. And I mean, with that as well, mate, like get out and move, plan your podcasts, plan a playlist. For me, mate, a big thing about getting my steps in is being with people. I like to be with people. I don't, I, I'm decent on my own, but I like a bit of company as well. So yeah. over the lockdown, I've always like, tried to find somebody who I can walk with or somebody who I can talk to while I'm walking because it's really it's productive. And it's that whole thing that checking in on people, right, with the way things are now. Yeah. Um, because I'm a huge advocate of the mental health. Um, but it's just about that. The small changes make a huge difference for you as well. Yeah. Drink more water. Ditch the full fat pop. I used to, I used to love a bit of... Actually, that was a, a big thing for me. When I made that switch to diet from full fat, when I was bigger, I thought, right, I'm drinking diet pop, so I'm fine. You're not fine. Yeah. Badge used to drink two litres of full fat coke a day or full sugar. <laughs> Go on, Badge. So he dropped that out and, and immediately started to lose weight. Yeah. Um, so it does depend, I suppose. But um, Yeah, but it just depends what your mindset is, whether you're like, yeah, I've got spare calories now because I've got yeah. diet pop. Um, any closing, closing words from Kirkham? Hello there, buddy. Yeah, so, um, yeah, what's, what's happening here, bud? What's going to go on here? And... Um, and um, yeah, so I've also got a traffic warden there who's just waved to this to see I haven't quite getting a ticket yet, but never mind. You're not quite getting a ticket, but you will do in a bit. Yeah. Um, so Kirkham is another coach you can go to. I, I've had a few people ask in the past for general weight loss, is it worth going to a bodybuilding coach? And I would say it, it's worth going to a good coach. It doesn't matter if they're a bodybuilder or not. That's, that's my take on it. I mean, for for me, I only I only ever got pointed in one direction, mate, and I've stayed with them ever since because we've been we started as friends. Yeah. So, and we're always going to be like that, me and Christian. But like I say, the it's about what coach fits you. I've spoken loads of people who've got loads of different coaches, and it's about someone who fits you. So, for example, I might not have the same sort of needs as Gemma, who's similar, because somebody might specialise in. You know, female fat loss or whatever. Yeah, or just, but, the, just the level of support those people need. Yeah. I've worked like with some the, coaches who will literally say, there's your plan, I'll switch in a week. And I've worked with some coaches who will hold your hand all day, every day. And for me, I always preferred the first approach. However, I'm yeah. aware that I'm in a minority. 
No, I mean, to be honest with you, I only ever really need to... I speak to Christian regularly through his stories and reply to stuff like that, but I only ever really have the in-depth conversation to check in because this, this journey was a huge part of bettering myself. Yeah. So yeah. I've got to learn things too. And cool. he's got a whole load of other people who he needs to look after as well. Yeah. Um, I am going to have to cut this slightly short because someone's turned up for an appointment that I may or may not have forgotten about. <laughs> um, not like you? Well, you know, it's tough time. Man, it's your birthday, man. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I very much look forward to it. So what's the end goal? Um, so a big part of the, the goal anyway, Rick, was a, a 360 thing of being the best version of myself. Yeah. And the end goal looks like me looking in the mirror and being significantly less of a man than what I was when I started out, but having the lines and having the muscles yeah. and uh, hopefully getting a DM back eventually because I don't want to be single forever either. Okay, so anybody who's single, um, Jose is very good at um, going for walks, um, <laughs> taxiing. Yeah, Uber exec. Uber exec. Um, it's been a pleasure to have you on. I'm sorry it's been cut a little bit short. Um, Thank you for having us on. I'm really grateful, Rick. But, Some but of our listeners, real- so... The real short, sweet and simple message should be that if you are someone who has been struggling with their weight, just get started. Make that step, however small, big or whatever it is. And if anybody's got any questions, whatever, drop us a message anytime. I'd be more than happy to share my experiences with you or point you in the direction of somebody who can help. He's very, very helpful. Um, So, yeah, no, please do message Joe if you've got any questions about starting that journey. Thank you very much, Joe. Much love. Good night. Fuck you, good night. Much love.